Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. Like a lot of people, I really love sleeping. I think that's a pretty common trait among humans. One thing that I love as much as sleeping, okay, maybe not quite as much, but right up there, is a sleeper. No, I don't mean a sleeping person. That's just creepy. No, what I mean by a sleeper in this case is a car that doesn't look inherently sporty or fast, but that can move and drive like a proper sports car. The idea of a sleeper is that most people wouldn't bat an eye when seeing the car at a red light. So they'd essentially sleep on it, only to get demolished by it once the light turns green. Sleepers come in all shapes, sizes, and forms. One of the classic profiles is the four-door sports sedan, made famous first in the hot rod of America during the 1960s, and carried on through the 90s onward, primarily by the Germans. Key modern examples of sleepers in the four-door sports sedan profile are the Mercedes E63 AMG, the Audi RS6 Avant wagon, Okay, yes, a wagon kind of breaks this category, but yes, it falls into the sedan category for now. And of course, the BMW M5. All of these are big, heavy sedans that can keep up with a lot of modern supercars in terms of speed and acceleration. During the mid-2000s and going into the mid-2010s, America had what was probably the king of sleepers, the Cadillac CTS-V. Although I've mentioned it before, it's worth rediscussing this beast. Cadillac took their big luxury sedan, the CTS, threw on some magnetically controlled suspension components, and crammed in a big V8 from a Corvette, sending power to the rear wheels through a six-speed manual transmission. The recipe was brilliant. Still to this day, the CTS-V, and the wagon version as well, are regarded as some of the best sleepers ever built. Although Cadillac released another version of the CTS-V in the late 2010s, it didn't quite have the same charm or character as the older version, and thus when production ended, Cadillac killed off the CTS. In this case, that included the V as well. We car enthusiasts mourned the death of the V, thinking that this was basically the end of the line. Just a reminder now, like V would be kind of like the M division for BMW. It was Caddy's performance line. And so we thought this was good for and never gonna return ever again. And then on February 1st of this year, Cadillac launched two new cars, marking the return of the V. The two cars in question are the CT4V Blackwing and the CT5V Blackwing. Quite a mouthful, so I'm going to be lazy and drop the Blackwing term often while discussing these cars, even though it is a pretty cool name. So what are these new cars? The CT4V and the CT5V are the result of Cadillac going back to the old V formula, taking their traditionally luxury sedans and adding some go-faster parts to try to transform them into sleepers. Essentially, they've gone back to their GM greater family, pulled some parts from some of the other companies like Chevy, 
and use them to make an off-the-shelf special edition of their CT4 and CT5 sedans. Let's jump in and start talking about the CT4V. This is the smaller of the two, aimed to compete with the BMW M3, the Mercedes C63 AMG, the Alfa Romeo Giulia Quadrifoglio, and even to an extent, the Jaguar XESV. That was that mad V8 small sedan that Jag has built. The CT4V is a four-door car, but not quite the same length as an executive sedan, hence why it's competing with these smaller sedans as well. In this case, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Even though there's less space, both on the inside and also outside, there's also less weight and less inertia when thrashing the car around the corners. Under the hood is a 3.6 liter twin turbo V6 powering the rear wheels by, and this is the real kicker, a sweet, sweet six-speed manual. Standard transmission as standard option from the factory. That's the dream right there. The V6 pumps out 472 horsepower and 450 pound-feet of torque, making it quite competitive against the latest M3's figures of 473 horsepower and 406 pound-feet of torque. The CT4V is also quite a bit lighter than most, the most powerful trim of the M3 too, as that M3 comes with a heavy X-Drive all-wheel drive system. The CT4V takes about 4 seconds to go to 0-60 to 60 though, and that's really fast, don't get me wrong, but it's not quite as fast as the M3 or some of the other competitors. Cadillac also revamped the suspension in this case, and they installed their fourth generation of the magnetic ride control dampers. So that's a good thing there as well. So here's the deal. The CT4V might not have all the performance and stats to beat every one of its competitors, and it also has a twin-turbo V6 instead of a sweet V8 like the old CTS-V. But does that really matter? Well, a few years ago, Caddy gave us the ATS-V, a smaller version of the CTS-V, and that had a twin-turbo V6. It was a small, light, nimble car, and it was absolutely fantastic to drive. It was also quite comfortable to just take around town and cruise around in. It was a fantastic car to daily drive, and also something to have fun with on the weekends. With this CT4V, I'm convinced it'll pick up from the ATS-V, and I'm expecting the CT4V to be the most desirable of the mid-size performance sedans. Now introducing the CT4V would have been good enough. It's quite the drool-worthy car. But Cadillac looked over at their bigger executive sedan the CT5, and decided that it also needed the V Blackwing treatment. The CT4V channels the old CTS-V energy, but is more of a proper continuation of the ATS-V. The CT5V is a proper return of the CTS-V. So what's up with the CT5V? Well, it's got the same magnetically controlled dampers in, in the suspension that the CT4V has. It has a similarly competitive market to compete in as well, with the new generation E63, the new M5s, the new RS6s, all of those coming out fighting from Germany. 
where the CT4V has the Turbo 6, the CT5V has a big ol' American V8. Ironically, it's not the Blackwing V8 from the CT6, even though the Blackwing name is transferring over. Instead, Caddy poached the LT4 V8 from Chevy's Corvette and the Camaro, slapped on a supercharger, squeezed it under the hood of the CT5. Oh, and it also sends all that power to the rear wheels only via a six-speed manual. Supercharged V8 plus six-speed manual. Now this is the stuff of dreams. Especially in the package of a big sedan. It's a mind-blowing combination, and it's so exciting to see a car company offer that, finally. That supercharged V8 is an absolute beast, cranking out 668 horsepower and 659 pound-feet of torque, far outpacing the 635 horsepower from that brand new, top-of-the-line, may I say, M5CS that we discussed last week. Now the big performance executive sedan world is full of cars trying to manage big weight with big power and tons of computer aids. The side effect is that some of these executive sedans lose their character. I'm very certain though, this will not be the case for the CT5V. The loud, proud American V8 plus the manual, coupled with incredible suspension, and sending all that power to the rear wheels should make this car a hoot to drive pretty much anywhere without losing any character. The CT4V and the CT5V were quite the welcome present Cadillac gave to the world, and they all came at a pretty interesting time. GM just recently announced that they are planning to shift away from all internal combustion production by 2035. Given that, this is very likely the swan song of the big, powerful IC engine car sending power to the rear wheels. On top of that, the fact that they're also giving the driver the ability to row gears is really icing on the cake. These cars have to compete with some serious competition, and I'll be completely honest, I don't think the caddies will be the fastest of their group. That being said, there are some performance-oriented options being offered, chief being the 10-speed auto. But here's the deal. Do not fall for that trap. Do not order the auto. The CT4V and CT5V are the end of an era. They are the last cars built for fun daily driving duty. They'll tear a smile on your face in pretty much any environment. Even if they aren't the fastest, or the most performance oriented, they'll be so much fun to drive just about anywhere, and you'll actually get to enjoy the task of driving. Forget everything else in the market. The CT4V and the CT5V Blackwings will be the most fun, and therefore the best cars in their category. In fact, they're probably the best new cars out, full stop. I'm really excited to see the CT4V, the CT5V, both with manual transmissions as standard, both with rear-wheel drive, both with big power, and lots of character. This really is the return of the V, 
the king of sleepers. 